Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. This is Andrew Gidley with the NLG Kent County Football League Roundup, starting with the weekend results. In the Premier Division, Ide Hill 3, Hawkinstown 5, K-Sports Reserves 1, Kings Hill 2, New Romney 0, Fleet Down United 1, Offord United 3, Farnborough Boys Guild 0, Red Velvet 2, Peckham Town 2, Stansford OMB 0, Borden Village 6, Tudor Sports 3, 10MB 4. Division 1, Central and East, Hollandsburg Development 1, Minster 2, Lordswood Reserves 2, Tenterden Town 2, Rustal Reserves 1, Snodland Town Reserves 1, Sturry 2, Rochester City 4. Division 1 West, Club Langley 2, Belvedere 2, Craven Arrows 2, Chipstead 1, South East Athletic 0, Hawes 1, Welling Park 5, Dance and Sports 0. Division 2 Central and East, Beasted Reserves 1, Greenway Aces 1, Dealtown Rangers 2, Hilden Bethelic 1, West Farley 3, Aylesford 1. Division 2 West, Dulwich Village 1, Bromleyans Reserves 2, Farnborough Old Boys Guild Reserves 2, Stansford OMB Reserves 4, Parkwood, Parkwood Rangers 3, Orpington 4. Division 3 Central and East, AFC Rangers 4, Paddockwood 2, Locomotive Canterbury 1, Lennon Wanderers 0, West Kingsdown 6, Gillingham Town 0. Division 3 West, South East Athletic 1, FC Greenwich 2. In the Barry Bundock West Kent Challenge Shield semi-final, Bryden Ropes 2, Falconwood 3. In the Vets matches played at the weekend, in Division 1, Insulator Vets 1, Medway United 2, Tankerton 1, Rubicon, Ver- Rubicon Vets 3. In Division 2, Cobham Colts 2, Woodcombe 3. And in Division 3, Ancorians Albion 4, Lennon Wanderers 2. And in the Seven Oaks Junior Cup semi final, Cuxton Reserves 2, Cuddam 0. Stories behind those scorelines a point apiece for top two Red Velvet and Peckham Town, meaning both meetings have ended in draws this season. Harry Taylor's 40th goal of the season and Lewis Potter Scarborough netted for Velvet, with Marcus Black hitting both for Peckham. Form team Borden Village ended Stansford OMB Club's long unbeaten record, stretching back to August with three goals in each half. Jack Cousins and Ricky Gundry hit two apiece as Borden continued to enjoy an impressive end to the season that started so poorly. They've now scored 24 goals in their past five games. Manager Matt Rowe tweeting at the weekend, three games left and then the real work starts. Tenenbeer, another side uh, with... Uh, an impressive unbeaten record now stretches to 15 matches. 4-3 winners at bottom four side Tudor Sports. Tyler Whitlock, Alfie Kelly, Cavell, Cisse Ince and Tommy Stevens netted for 10MB. Joshua Faloa's hat-trick for Sports was in a losing cause. Two other results saw Hawkins win 5-3 at Ide Hill and Fleet Down United also win on the road 1-0 at New Romney. Dominic Elliott's 8th of the season helped Otford beat Farm Broad Boys Guild 3-0. Zach Wells and Connor Heffernan were the goal scorers for Kings Hill as they won 2-1 at K-Sports Reserves to open up a four-point gap between the two sides. 
Elsewhere at the weekend, Josh Neves and Tom Coyne netted for Minster as they won 2-1 at Hollands and Blair Reserves, while Division 1 Central East leaders Tenterton Town had to come from 2-0 down at half-time to earn a point at Lawswood Reserves. Andy Constable pulled one back four minutes after the break, and George Large got a second eight minutes later. Callum Marshall and Andrew O'Neill were Lawswood's marksmen. A 7-0 humbling at Tenterden in late February seems to approve the turning point in Rochester City's season. They finished what the club admits has been a frustrating campaign on a high, 4-2 winners at Sturry, their first ever win over the Canterbury Villagers. Ashley Poppy's hat-trick and Ryan Sokoloff were the scorers. City now forced to wait for the outcome of relegation rivals Lord Reserves and Whitstable Town Reserves, who both finished their respective seasons with back-to-back away games. Chips's long unbeaten record was finally dented in a 2-1 defeat at Craven Arrows to provide another twist in the battle for promotion and the title in Division 1 West. Sub-Daniel Jeffrey was on target for the Chips. Hawes took over top spot Ryan Golding hitting the winner at South East Athletic. The two keepers claimed the honours as Greenway Aces were held 1-1 at Beersted Reserves but the point was enough to take Aces top for the first time this season thanks to Isaac Howard's strike. They're ahead of Minster Reserves, who finished their season this weekend on goal difference, while West Farley, 3-1 winners over Aylesford, Joshua Turnham scoring twice, have four left, but don't play again until Easter Monday. Joe Roberts' penalty and Josh Byford's 87th-minute strike clinched Dealtown Rangers 2-1 over Hildenborough Athletic, a game played in great spirits and competitive from start to finish, according to the DTR Twitter feed. Jason Ward and Robert Simpson were Horses United goalscorers in their 2-1 win at Orpington, the only one of the top four to play at the weekend. Tommy Smith scored twice as Division 3 Central East leaders uh, West Kingsdown beat Gillingham Town 6-0, while three first-half goals set up AFC Rangers' 4-2 win over Paddock Wood. West Kingsdown still eye a first-season treble of League, Les Leckie Cup and Sevenoaks Charity Cup. They face Hawkenbury in the second semi-final this weekend. And a word for Alex Chaplin scoring twice for Wood on Saturday, taking his tally to 15 for the club this season. And Falkenwood stay on course for a League and Cup double, 3-2 winners over Bryden Ropes Reserves in the Barry Bundock West Kent Challenge Shield semi-final. Jack Sperlin, Harry Rothwell and Elfrey Naylor the scorers, and they'll now meet Bayern Neverloosen in the final. Games of the week this weekend in the Premier Division, Peckham Town against uh, 10MB uh, in the race to uh, finish runners-up behind Red Velvet. It's semi-final action in the Bill Mantler Interregional Challenge Cup as Snodland Town Reserves host uh, Halls, now top of Division 1 West, and in Division 1 West, Metrogas host Chipstead. Uh, Chipstead won the uh, first meeting at uh, Bourne Stadium earlier in the season, but uh, lost for the first time this season, last week, at Crayford Arrows, so we'll look to get back to uh, winning ways in uh, this particular contest. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome back for your latest roundup of the Southern Veterans Football League part of the Selk Grassroots podcast. Right, let's look back at the results for last Saturday, the 2nd of April. No Division 1 games were were held, um, so straight into Division 2. Cray Wanderers 2, Nord Lakers 2. 
Um, essentially a surprising result there with Cray obviously sitting in third and Norwood's, Norwood Lakers um, near the bottom and um, won't have helped Cray's push for second spot. Um, so a good battling result for the for the Lakers there. Um, again in Division 2, Wardenham A2, Seagas 3. Into Division 4, nothing in Division 3. Um, so into Division 4. Hayden Youth Association 1, Wardenham Vets B4. And South East Athletic versus Clapham Old Xavians was given as a home walkover. Sporting Club Thamesmead nil Fleet Down United nine, a crushing loss there for Sporting Club Thamesmead and a and a good away win for Fleet Down. Um, probably unsurprising with Fleet Down and Sporting Club at opposite ends of the table. Um, into Division Five, and in what was top two, the battle of the top two of Division Five, Aztec versus Swanscombe Tigers. Aztec ran out seven three winners. Um, now I know, obviously, Aztec. I've said many a time they were scoring loads of goals at the start of the season, um, absolutely battering sides um, all over the place. That that stopped for quite a while. Um, and now it's obviously come back for Swanscombe's last game of the of the season, um, and when they've been at top the top of the table for so long, that that absolute home mauling by Aztec has has taken them top of the table and actually given them the league. Swanscombe's season's finished. Um, they're, they're finishing on 41 points now after that victory um, for Aztec against them. And Aztec have gone top with 42 points and still a game in hand. So Aztec have turned it around last few games of the season, picking up a couple of wins and um, have gone on to secure the title. Um, also in Division 5, Cudham United, um, 7 LSU um, seniors, one, so um, another convincing win for for Cardiff United there, um, pushed them up into fourth in the table, into Division Six. We Bow Street Runners second eleven two, Hoovets Red four, Seymour Villa nil, Morningham Supervets two, and. Sporting Croydon versus Alpenton Vets was given as a home walkover. Into the one fixture in Division 7 that was played, um, Welling Park 4, Bromleyans B4. So, semi-finals of the Cups also were played on the second. Um, first, first Chairman's Cup was... Old Peppies 4, Croigas Phoenix 1. Um, Old Peppies, I believe, are near the top of Division 7. Um, so I think they're sitting third currently. Um, and with Croigas at the top, or near the top, of Division 6. So, um, yeah, Croigas at the top of Division 6, quite 
by some way. So um, a surprising maybe turnaround um, in results there with um, old Pepe's winning fairly convincingly by the scoreline. And then the other result of the Chairman's Cup had Sydenham Sports versus Crayford Arrows um, down at Sydenham. I actually went to watch this game and um, it was a very good game, to be perfectly honest. Um, Sydenham Sports have played Crayford twice this season. Um, earlier, Fairly early on, the first one I think was actually uh, the first game of the season um, and Sydenham lost 4-0 in that game. And I think, obviously, the away game, um, Crayford actually also ran out winners 2-0 in that one. So coming into this game, Sydenham hadn't actually scored past Crayford. Um, but they did actually end up running out 3-2 winners in a, in a very good game of football, as I say. Um, Sydenham went 2-0 up um, after what could be said was first 10-15 minutes, Crayford certainly having the better of the game, starting off more comfortably puts him under a lot of pressure and uh, number 16 I think his name's Vince for um, Crayford um, was causing all sorts of problems up front and um, had a couple of chances and although Sidenham defended them quite well he did have a quite a clear chance which um, Adam Ballard the, the Sidenham keeper made a very good save on a one-on-one on one to keep the game nil-nil and then from then on realistically up to, to half-time Kind of, um, Sydenham did have the better of it, um, taking a 2-0 lead, um, only to concede straight away from kick-off um, with a little bit of miscommunication. And um, and then uh, the number 16, I think, Vince did actually then stick it away to make it 2-1 at half-time. Um, Crayford come out second half much like they did the first half and really came at Sydenham um, and, and were literally penning them back, corner after corner, free kicks, everything pretty much around the kitchen sink at it. Um, and they did get the equaliser from that run of play. Um, so took it, <laughs> took it into the final stages of the game at 2-2. And, you know, to be perfectly honest, I was asked at the time what I thought how it would finish. And the way Crayford were were playing at the time, I, I did actually, you know, say I thought they were going to run out winners. If there was going to be a goal before extra time, um, then it would have would have gone Crayford's way. Um, got proved wrong. Sydenham came back into it, settled down after obviously conceding, um, weathered the storm again, and then came back. Um, and it was a nice little move to um, where they you know, knocking the ball around. And then a, what Leon will say was a cultured outside of the right foot pass. Um, curled it around. Um, originally it was for Parker. But Parker couldn't quite reach it. Um, but it's gone through and Greeny had then run through on the blind side of um, Crayford. So I'm sending back um, Big, Big Kev. And um, just caught him on the blind side and, and, and finished it well. Um, so... And that's how he finished, 3-2 Sydenham. But it was a very good game. Um, played in good spirit. Um, battled fiercely. Um, and, yeah, it was chances both to both sides. And um, it was a good advert for for um, the lower division, shall we say, of the Vets football. Um, and you could see that at the end of the game, Sydenham were 
very happy to win and obviously Crayford um you know not so much on you know to, to lose obviously um you could see that they, it meant quite a bit to both teams really so as I said good advert for football and it was a really enjoyable game to watch considering um it was you know a bit breezy and it did get proper cold and even started snowing or hailstones certainly so um well done to both sides and it was actually you know, quite nice actually at the end of the game um Crayford manager I don't actually know your name so I do apologize um but we'll try and get in touch with you see if you want to um come on and do a little bit about Crayford um and the team and and I know you're relatively new um and I believe it was kind of um sort of old Kamazi and some Westbeck boys from from back in the day of Sunday league football um that's how you kind of got together so you know if you can reach out to me um perhaps we can do something for uh you coming on and, and doing a little chat um about your side tell us a bit about you a bit of your history and obviously of the club obviously you relative relatively new side but what your sort of maybe hopes and aspirations for next season are so um would happily sort of have a chat with you um and it would appear he's a avid listener shall we say because i was um having a beer outside and um he came up to me and asked if i was the the, the chap who does the the podcast and um said that he listens to it every week so it kind of made me feel like a nice little glow thinking that actually people do do listen to this so um and he did ask if i would obviously be doing a um sort of like a, a talk up of the game so i hope i have done you justice as um i said i would and um yeah and i say again well played to both sides um whoever won on the day um would have deserved it and you know, it was a very good game of football to watch. So, um, from a neutral's point of view, um, knowing a few players on each side, um, it was a uh, yeah certainly entertaining for me. And there was a quite a few people come down to watch. I think everyone enjoyed the whole day. Um, so good luck for for Crayford for the rest of their season, and um, Sydenham will meet Old Peppies in the final, I believe, on the twenty first of May. Not sure of the final ground. I think it might be Crofton Albion. Um, so. Keep down your diaries if you can, people. Come down and watch. I'm sure it'll be a good game of football. Um, so, looking forward to that already. I shall be down there myself if I can be. Um, moving on to the SVFL Junior Cup. Groundhoppers versus SP Athletic. Groundhoppers won out 4-0 winners on the day. Um, so, congratulations to, to Groundhoppers making a, a final in their first season. And um, commiserations to SP Athletic losing out the last hurdle, obviously in their first season as well. Um, and then, quite possibly, a shock of the day in the cup for me. Um, Hollington um, versus SC Karuya in the other SVFL Junior Cup semi-final. Um, Karuya running out 4-2 winners. Um, and when I say it's a shock, Hollington haven't lost a game all season and a 10 points clear in their respective division in division three and I could have only seen really on paper Hollington winning that bearing in mind they've played obviously Kruger this season in their, in, their, in their league and will know about each other and Hollington are 20 points clear of Kruger in the league so um, yeah Congratulations to the Karoo guys, I guess, realistically, um, beating Holling Hollington in the in the semi. So 
they will go on to face Groundhoppers in the final of the SVFL Junior Cup. And I believe that's also on the 21st of um, May and being played at the same ground. I think it's kicking off an hour later, so I should be able to get to watch at least a half of that one. Um, so looking forward to a busy, packed end of May Cup final day um, to watch um, both Sydney Sports versus Old Peppies and then Hoppers versus um, Karuya. So good luck to all the boys in the their respective finals. The only other... Uh, semi-final fixture that was played was Sporting Santos um, versus Catford Wanderers and um, Catford Wanderers won 4-2 in the end um, I do believe um, from speaking to one of the linos in this one um, on Sunday Sporting Santos were 2-0 up um, at half time I believe Catford came back um, to all took it to extra time and then one out victors in the end of extra time. And um, for Sporting Santos guys, that's obviously going to be a bit hard to take. Um, but for Catford, obviously great resilience and um, well done for, for battling through. And congratulations to you guys for turning your season around. Um, happy for, for uh, Fozzie um, down there and the boys. And um, look forward to finding out when you're Cup final will be, um, hopefully, if it's the same day, it's the same ground, I can maybe even watch that as well. Um, but I don't know who you're going to be in the final against because the other semi-final was Charcoal, I believe. I can't remember against, but um, it was postponed, I believe. Um, there's certainly no information on it on the FA um, Vets full-time page, so I don't really know much about that one, I'm afraid. Um, so... I'm sure that will come up soon in the fixtures and we'll see who comes out victors of the remaining semi-final um, and who Catford will get to, to play in the final. So congratulations to all um, semi-final winners and um, commiseration to the ones who missed out on reaching the final, the final hurdle, which is obviously a bit of a, of a bit of pill to take. Um, right then, let's move on and look at the fixtures for the coming Saturday, the 9th of April. Um, in Division 1, Defiance versus Metrogas. Glebe versus Charcoal. I believe this is the rearranged game from a couple of weeks ago that called off, I think it was down to COVID, I think, from speaking to the Charcoal guys um, at their um, quarterfinal game when they played independent. The, the Glebe game, I believe, got called off the week before for, for COVID reasons. Um, into Division 2. Bow Street Runners, first 11 versus LSU B. Independent versus Wallingham A. Norwood Lakers versus Sporting Santos. Into Division 3. Bromley versus Newbeck, uh, sorry, Newbeck, New Park Vets 2000. X-Blues versus FC Kawuya. Into Division 4. Clapham Old Xavians versus Warren Athletic. Crayford Arrows versus Fleetdown. Groundhoppers versus Southeast Athletic. Top of the table clash um, here. 
So for South East to have any chance of realistically winning the, the title, um, Groundhop was having a, a few games in hand on them. South East do desperately need the, the three points there um, in order for them to to realistically have any chance to, to, to win the league. Um, but it will certainly, if they don't, or, you know, it will certainly help if um, them to potentially secure a second spot at the very least. Um, into Div 5, Crayford Arrows looking to bounce back from last week um, versus Seven Oaks Town. AFC Greencourt versus Sydenham Sports, who will look to continue with their winning ways. And LSU Seniors versus Westrum Seniors. Into Division 6. Gatford Wanderers Old Boys versus Coigas Phoenix. Again, Coigas Phoenix are at the top of their table and I'm sure they want to get back to winning ways to wrap up the title after last week's um, loss in the, the semi-final. Um, LSU... Old Boys versus Bow Street Runners, second eleven, and Seymour Villa versus Alpington. Into Division Seven, Rustlers versus Old Pepe's, and the only cup fixture is Hollington. It's the Beckenham, um, Beckenham Hospital Charity Cup. It's Hollington versus Cray Wanderers. So Hollington obviously looking to bounce back from their first loss of the season. Um, I'm not actually sure what round of the cup this is, to be perfectly honest. Um, whether this is another semi-final or maybe even a delayed quarter-final. Um, I don't really know much about this one being the only cup fixture of the weekend, unfortunately. Um, but Hollington obviously top of Div 3 and Cray Wanderers are, are in um, Div 2 sitting in around third, I think, third or fourth, third place here. Um, so it'll be certainly a good test for Hollington to see, you know, as a yardstick for next season where they're going to be, um, competing with teams in the in the higher divisions, um, and also, you know, it gets them fully focused straight away from from coming off of a a loss, which they haven't suffered this season, and um, to get straight back on um, the bike as they say and um, try and get. Um, a win in this, the round of the, the, this cup. So that's all your fixtures for the 9th of April. And um, just, yeah, just say um, realistically, good luck to everyone playing football, whether it's in the league or the cup this weekend. And um, again, for all, any teams that do want to um, have a, you know, a little bit of a, maybe sort of like highlight your club, a, a little bit of background on your club, then I'll certainly look to um, try and get in contact with people that maybe I know or, or hear that the managers of that are, are interested. Um, but if you do want to contact me, then feel free to DM um, on my on any of the social media, whether it's Twitter um, or on my um, Instagram. My Twitter contact is at 7superstar. And my Instagram is Duncan underscore A77. Um, so, yeah, feel free to send me a message if you do or, you know, DM if you do want to um, come on and we'll try and organise something where we can have a chat. Um, 
and put some put some light on your on your club and and what it does and you know how it came about. Um, yeah, and just some history on yourself and what you know maybe hopes and aspirations are for maybe not this season. Obviously, we're coming to an end, or, or what your future plans are for certainly for next season. Um, as a you know when we start up again and, and fresh once all the 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 business end of the season is concluded for, for this season. So happy to do that. Just shout me out if you want and um, we'll, we'll try and get something down to do. Cheers and thanks for listening, people. Um, hope you've enjoyed it and uh, we'll look forward to to next week's and, and a roundup of uh, all the fixtures and, and seeing when these finals and stuff are, are taking place just for confirmations. Cheers then. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.